It's time. MGM Tonight, live from BetQL. Welcome back to BetMGM Tonight, fourth and final hour. PJ Glasser, Ryan Horvath, Scott Lynn here with you. We just had the Mets walk off the Rangers. So the Rangers, Ryan, in the top of the tent, they had bases loaded, no outs. They got the first out. Then the Rangers hit into a 3-2-4 double play. Alonzo grounded it at first, threw it home. Then they threw it back to first to get the double play, and then the Mets just walked it off in the bottom of the tenth. So, tough loss again tonight for the Rangers. You have the Mariners and the Astros tied atop the AL West. Texas, one game back. Yeah, man. I'm feeling good about Seattle, Peach. Now, the price is not good anymore, 11-1. No. to Win the World Series, though. Best pitching staff in baseball. Also, you got the Braves up 3-1 to on the Rockies right now. That Can I get your thoughts six. on these Rockies jerseys? I want you to, uh, when we... Let's see if you can see the slow-mo, the other side of them. So, oh, yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on those bad boys? I kind of like them. I like, I like them a the lot. hats. Yeah. I think the hats are nice. Yeah, I like them. I do. I kind of do, too. I'd wear them. Yeah. I'd wear the hats. I, I even like the batting helmets. Yeah. I, yeah, I like them. That's, that's, that's really the only thing I like about the Rockies, <laughs> other than Chris Bryant, who I sometimes forget's even in the league anymore because <laughs> yeah, he hasn't too. done anything since 2018. But I hate the Rockies. For whatever reason, I've went over their win total the last two years. 68 68.5, 69.5. Last year, they were so weird. Remember at home, they had a winning record, and they hit like 283 as a team, but then they were the worst road team in baseball, and they couldn't hit the baseball away from Coors. Yep. Like, I get, obviously, there's an advantage at Coors, but... <laughs> Shouldn't be that drastic. It's, it's weird, man. They, yeah. they're, they're a weird baseball team. They're no good. But anyway, they're losing to the Braves. Diamondbacks, Dodgers starts in seven minutes. Dodgers, big favorites tonight, minus 165 at home. Total nine, minus 120 to the over. College football, Peach. Who's your favorite underdog? Now, they don't have to win outright. Could be against the spread. Your favorite dog this weekend. We talked about big favorites. I like TCU. That's more of just a fade right now on Colorado until uh, we get a bigger sample size to see what Dion's doing, more data points. What um, what underdog are you looking at week one here? I got a couple that I like. Favorite? I got I got some I like, too. So, the, the PJ narrative bet of the week, my favorite bet, you got to take Hawaii plus well, I got him at plus six. Now, did you take him last week with me? Because I feel like there were a lot of haters when I was trying to tell everybody that Hawaii covered in seven of their last nine last year and Timmy Chang's doing a better job year two. I did. I did take him Good. against Vandy. Okay. Ryan, Good. not only did I take him straight up, I took him on, or take him with the points. I took him straight up. They should have won. Let, they like, let's be honest. They, they could have tied the if game. They I still can't believe that pick. on the one-yard line. What the, I still can't believe they didn't just, score that touchdown. We would have had a tie ball game. Man, don't I know it. Oh, yeah. I like, look, Hawaii's 9 and 1 ATS in their last 10. They're playing awesome football. Really quick, did you use the narrative because you are narrative Peach? Yeah. I, I even threw it out. I kind of felt like I was Peach there for a second. 50 players from Maui. You have obviously the wildfires, everything that's going on. Brian, just keep talking. Preach it. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're just. You knew they were going to show some you're damn You're speaking fight, my did. language to me. That's yeah. exactly right. Now they're back home, right, on the island. You know, the students are going to show up. The community is going to show up. People are going to rally for them. They're going to be wearing the Maui Strong t shirts on the sideline. You think Stanford's walking into Honolulu Stadium and coming uh, no. out with a victory? I bet them under three and a half I wins. Don't. I think they're going to be don't. really bad this year. Did Ozuna Stanford. just hit another home run? This dude is ridiculous. There you go. You got four runs now. The Braves are insane. 
I love Hawaii, though. Give me them on the money line. I took them at six and a half. I'd still take it at three, but they're going to win the game outright. Another game that I absolutely love, South Alabama, plus six and a half against Tulane. Same. Ryan, game of the weekend is LSU-Florida State. We can all agree with that. The second best game of the week is South Alabama and Tulane. Here's a stat that's going to blow your mind. The game this weekend with the two teams that combined for the most wins last year is these two, South Alabama and Tulane. We got two really good teams. South Alabama might be one of the most underrated teams in college football this season. They're rolling right now. As you remember, last year they went to the Rose Bowl against UCLA, took it right to them, lost on a walk-off field goal from the Bruins. They should have won that game. They bring just about everybody back on offense. They lose one of their O-linemen and one of their receivers. They bring back their quarterback, Carter Bradley. They're all Sunbelt running back, LaDamian Webb, who's a monster. He's back as well. Love South Alabama. They also had the third best run defense in college football last season. Why is that important? Because Tulane wants to run the football. They do have their quarterback, Michael Pratt, back. They lose their running back, Taji Spears, who's playing with the Titans now. They lose five of their top seven wide receivers from last year. Yeah. This is a team, though, that wants to run the football. Their O-line's very good, plays right into the hands of South Alabama. And, Ryan, look at what this line's telling you. We're getting an unranked South Alabama team who's nobody's heard of any players on their team against a Tulane team who's ranked, who's at home, who we all saw beat USC in the Cotton Bowl. All they've been ta- all they've been hearing all offseason is how good they are, how great they've been, how much of a season, good season they're going to have. South Alabama's not only walking into New Orleans this weekend and covering that spread, Horvat, they're winning that puppy outright. Give me the Jags plus six and a half. You want another narrative as well? We also refer to them as USA, right? University of South Alabama. How can we not take USA on Labor Day weekend? What are we doing? So there's your other bet. You like what I'm, you like that? I do. Wyoming is my other favorite play, plus 14 against Texas Tech. This is your classic look-ahead spot. We got Tyler Shuck, quarterback for Texas Tech. He gets to play his old foe in Oregon next week. You don't think Tyler Shuck's looking ahead to next week? You don't think he's not studying the playbook as much as he should this week? You don't think he's looking at Wyoming's defense as much as he should? He's gearing up for Bo Nix in Oregon and the boys. He's getting ready for Dan Lanning and company. He don't give a damn about Wyoming, but he should because Craig Bowles is one of my favorite coaches in the country. Wyoming is like a group of five version of Iowa. They're not very good on offense, but, man, can they play some defense. I love, Ryan, when we get these kind of games, when we get a group of five team like Wyoming who gets to play a power five team in their house, love getting that. I love getting them at the key number of 14. Folks, Hawaii, Wyoming, and South Alabama, throw them in a parlay. You can thank me later. We're going 3-0 this weekend, Horvat. Yeah, I actually like all those dogs, so you kind of stole my thunder. No, I'm Let's kidding. Go. I got, I got uh, one more that I want to throw out there, but the number is gone. It went from 13 all the way down. I'm actually kind of surprised to see this at 11 and a half, and I'm wondering what's going on. You have South Florida. It's going to be a rebuild season. They have a first-year head coach and Alex Golish who takes over offensive mind. What I like, though, their depth chart is kind of a mess right now. I mean, you got 16 positions where it's or. So, like, they haven't really announced any starters. I mean, they were a mess last year. It's going to be a rebuild. They went 1-11. Their only win last season was against Howard, and they won that game by 22 <laughs> points. Yep. Gary Bohannon's back as their starting quarterback, but they also have um, this brown kid who's a redshirt sophomore, and they haven't even announced the starter. 
I don't think they're going to be very good this season, and I get why Western Kentucky's getting all the love. They were 9-5 and five last year. They were really good offensively, averaged 36 points per game. They bring a bunch back on the defensive end, and they only gave up 23 a game. And they have Austin Reed, who might be an NFL quarterback. 40 touchdowns, 11 picks last season. I just thought that number was a little ridiculous. And even at 11.5, I think South Florida is going to keep this game close. There's nothing on film of them. Uh, I do like Western Kentucky, but... 11 and a half for Western Kentucky seems a little much for me. So I'm going to take a shot with South Florida. Is like other than that man like big dogs? No, nah, there's not there's not much making my card. Right? It was those 3. Fresno State is kind of interesting me, but I think I missed the number. You know, you could have gotten them at 6 or 3 and a half now. Yeah. I don't know if I love that as much. I'll tell you what game is really making me consider taking aside this Cal North Texas game is really getting intriguing North, North Texas, Texas was plus year, nine yeah. they were plus nine they're now plus six and a half Ryan Cal has to travel to North Texas this weekend yeah. and play in a hundred degree weather yeah you think they want any part of that because no. I don't know I kind of like North Texas to win that game if I'm being honest yeah I think they win that game outright I have North Texas over four and a half wins this season I like that one a little bit I'm looking right now just because I bet these so long ago. Okay, so I bet Virginia Tech, but they were huge favorites. They are now 15 and a half. Oh, another dog I got this weekend. Washington State against Colorado State. Mm. Colorado State opened up at home as 14-point dogs. It's down to 12 and a half. I do have uh, the Rams plus 14. We're getting two touchdowns against Washington State. Obviously, it's going to be a little bit of a rebuild. The only thing, man, I feel like they might be a uh, chalky dog, Colorado State, in this game. They could be. Primetime game. Crowd's going to be going crazy in Fort Collins. 7 p.m. kickoff on CBS Sports Network. I think Washington State, I, I just I couldn't lay two touchdowns with them. So I did grab Colorado State, South Florida. Other than that, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of going back and forth on this Indiana-Ohio State game just because four touchdowns, almost five touchdowns is a lot. I know. And it's Ohio a rebuild State, year. they're so good on the road, though, right. normally. Not they're a rebuild so year. Good. They still have Marvin Harrison. Their wide receiver room is absolutely oh loaded. God, but insane. Kyle McCord hasn't started a game yet. Mm-mm. I yeah. know. I'm a little – yeah, I don't know what to do with that game. I'm not touching it. Another dog I like, you know I got to take my guys from Coastal Carolina. Grayson calls there against UCLA. Here's why I like it, though, oh. because UCLA – Chip Kelly came out and said that Ethan Garbers is going to start a quarterback – for UCLA. They also have Colin Shee coming in from Kent State, Dante Moore, who's their five-star recruit. He says all three guys are going to play in that game. Do you want to lay 14.5 points with a team who's going to play three quarterbacks that know if they make a mistake, they're coming out, that know regardless of how well they play, they're coming out? Like, I just don't like that. Like, if a guy's in the flow of a game and you pull him, I I don't want to back that. I just got, like, backdoor cover written all over it. All Grayson McCall does is cover spreads. Yeah. That's maybe an over game, too, because Coastal's defense isn't very good, but their offense is very good. They're going to score some points. Uh, Tim Beck's coming in from NC State. Their former OC is going to be their new head coach. So that was at 16.5. It's now down to 14.5. I still like that we're getting it over the 14. I just love me some Grayson McCall. That's probably a fanboy bet, but I do like it from the aspect that UCLA is going to be playing three different quarterbacks, and from a betting perspective, laying two touchdowns with the team that's going to do that, I I don't know if that's necessarily something I want to get behind. See, that's a stay away, and I agree. I don't like betting against Coastal Carolina. Uh, I think we were together last year doing some shows. Yeah, I was on the wrong side of that one, obviously. Grayson McCall, I mean, he was getting some love, too, in the portal. Alabama offered him a bunch of money, and he decided to go back to Coastal Carolina. I have to stay away because I actually really like UCLA this season, but now I don't know how much I like him. So I do think this is going to be Chip Kelly's best defense since he's been head coach, not that that's saying a whole lot. And I know you lose Zach Charbonnet, but I like Carson Steele a lot, who comes over, and now he's the starting running back. 
I wanted to see Dante more, though. Yeah, me I mean, too. like you said, he's a five-star. He's a freshman. We didn't see him in the spring game. He didn't play in that game at all. I thought he was going to win that job. Now we're going to see three quarterbacks. I, I think by week four, week five, he's the guy. I hope at least. Um, they're so going to need gonna be, him. Yeah. I think they're going to be good. I think they're they're my surprise team in the Pac-12. I like them. I would say Oregon State would be my surprise team, but they were last year and they won double-digit games, so now everybody's talking about them, and they upgraded quarterback with DJU. So it's UCLA and Oregon State in the Pac-12, the teams I have circled. Because obviously everybody's going to talk Oregon and Washington and USC, but I like both of those teams a lot this year, man, in the Pac-12. They definitely have the most upside. i got to tell you, Sunday afternoon, the game that's worrying me is my Oregon State Beavers at San Jose State. I, Ryan, I'm telling you, I worry about— Not as far as, like, let down or up— Upset I mean, though. maybe, like, the thing that always worries me is these teams in college football, week one, who are like the trendy teams that people are watching for in conferences, right? That's Texas Tech in the Big 12. That's like LSU week one, but LSU's got a tough game, so you don't have to worry about a, a letdown. That's Oregon State in the Pac-12. Um, let's see, in the Big Ten, maybe that's like a Wisconsin or like an Iowa. Like, you just always a little bit concerned with the team having a letdown. I don't know. I just... That that game's gonna make me nervous. Let's say yeah. I, I can see myself with the San Jose State plus sixteen and a half ticket in my pocket. Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, yeah, that one would make me a little bit nervous. I mean, I I don't think that they're gonna lose that game outright, but I could see it being a little bit closer. I could. I was thinking about Toledo, but man, we're off the ten. We're down to nine and a half. I don't know what Illinois this is this year. They should still be really tough defensively, but they lost a lot. They lose Devin Weatherspoon, man. Mm. Um. <laughs> South Carolina, I know this is a neutral site game, but two and a half points. If we get to three, I'm betting South Don't Carolina. Don't you think the wrong team's favorite in that game? I would probably make it, I would make South Carolina a favorite. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, That's what like worries me about betting them. And everybody's on South Carolina. I haven't seen one person that likes UNC. So that's what kind of makes me nervous. You know what I need? You see, I need college game day. I need all four of those guys to pick South Carolina so that I can take UNC. Because that's how it goes. When you got a short spread like that and everybody on the desk takes the same team, you know the other side's going to win. See, I know how good Carolina is going to be offensively as long as Drake May's out there, right? Like, they're going to score at least 40 points per game, yeah. most likely. But defensively, I know a lot of people expect them to be better. I don't. I think defensively they might even be worse than they were last year. So I couldn't do it with North Carolina. And then South Carolina's a weird team, man, because they got off to such a slow start and Spencer Rattler looked like a bust again. And then the final five, six weeks of the season, he looked like an NFL quarterback. I can't do it with Spencer Rattler. I went under six and a half wins on South Carolina this season. Mm. And, uh, I mean, like, the only thing that scares me is Shane. tough. Well, Shane Beaver's a great coach. He is. I mean, Beamer wins with what he has. He does. But, yeah. I would probably take him week one. I don't want to bet. And that's the other thing I look at, you know, in these, like, pick'em games, these close ones. If I have a team's win total under, like, I don't want to play South Carolina and then have to, you know, root against them the rest of the season. So I'm just going to be cheering for Carolina in this game. And I love Drake May. The the thing about this one is I just don't know what to do with the total. I feel like everybody's going to bet the over, which makes me kind of want to go back on the (laughs) under. But I just can't. I mean, like, who's Carolina stopping? That's right. Exactly. No, I agree with you. And you know Carolina's going to score. Does Penn State minus 20 and a half, doesn't that feel too easy against West Virginia? Like, it that does. feels too easy. It does. It feels like one of those games where the back door will be open in the second half or in the fourth quarter. But, man, I mean, I would just lay it with Penn State. Drew Aller's an upgraded quarterback, in my opinion. I know Sean Clifford's my team's backup now. Um, that The backfield's great defensively. You got Chop Robinson, who only had five and a half sacks. I think he gets the double digits this season. I, like, I would probably play with Penn State. I do like the under in that game quite a bit, though. Mm. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we got more coming your way. Fed MGM tonight, Ryan Horbach, PJ Glasser.